Did you know that vaccines are considered to be one of the most important life-saving medical innovations of the 20th century? There's a reason we never hear of children contracting diseases like diphtheria, polio, or rubella anymore. I'm Prakash Chandran, and today we'll be discussing the importance of vaccinating your children. And here with us to discuss is Dr. Ben Flannery, a pediatrician at the Northfield Clinic of Northfield Hospital and Clinics. Pleasure to have you here, Dr. Flannery. So let's start with the basics. Why should children get vaccines in the first place? Thank you for having me. So children should really get vaccines um, in order to protect them from possibly life-threatening illnesses. And that's one of the reasons that we choose to vaccinate kids for so many different things because we're trying to protect them from getting these illnesses, which some can cause death and others can cause um, lifelong uh, disability. And so there's a lot of problems with these diseases and, and preventing them is the best way to not have to treat them. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Uh, I'm curious as to why uh, we give so many vaccines at such an early age. Like, can you give us an example of when children start getting vaccines and why getting them early is so important? There's one immunization we'll do in the newborn period, and it is the hepatitis B vaccine. But majority of our vaccines all start at two months of age for babies. And so we start at that time because those are the kids, you know, babies are the most vulnerable to these diseases. And we've done studies to prove that it's safe to start them at these ages. The entire CDC recommended schedule has been studied uh, and found to be safe. And so um, even though babies are small and young, their immune systems are generally very healthy and can easily uh, handle the vaccine administration. And again, this is the time that they're most vulnerable. If a two-month-old were to contract something like Haemophilus influenza type B uh, and get uh, meningitis, which is a spinal infection, they're much more likely to die than if an older kid were to get it. So we try to vaccinate the ones that are most at risk. And so that first time we started is at two months of age to try to protect those youngest that are most at risk. And is this something that parents need to generally be aware of and go to their uh their doctor for, or is this something that's just done after a child is born, they are scheduled for an appointment for the vaccination? How does that work? Yeah. So, um, you know, after babies are born, usually we like parents to have picked out a pediatric or family practice provider for them as a physician for them to see their child and be their primary doctor and insist, assist the family in their growth and development and, and preventative um, medicine. And so usually once you meet uh, and, and meet with your um, child's provider, then they kind of help set up these well-child visits where we will see children on a scheduled basis to make sure that they're growing well, they're developing well, and, and staying healthy. And so usually we start that at two months. And so most parents, once you have a baby uh, in a hospital, if you don't already have a pediatric provider picked out, usually the, the nursery can help you find that uh, and give suggestions. And then we'll, the clinic will help guide you uh, once you get set up with an appointment in the clinic on when to, when to follow up. And then at those visits, for instance, at the two-month visit, we'll talk about all the immunizations and go through why we get them and, and what they are and, and some of the, the common side effects and things like that. I'm glad you touched on that. So let's get into the specifics a little bit. You talked about the immunizations, mm -hmm. and I'm just curious about what are the vaccines that are given during, let's say, the first year of a child's life? 
So the vaccines that are given at the two-month visit, the first big series of vaccines that you get, are the same ones that are generally given at the four-month visit when they're seen next, as well as the next visit after that, which is the six-month visit. Those are three visits uh, where we'll give a series of the same shots. Those shots include, they're all in different kind of formulations depending on um, the clinic that you're at, the state you're in, uh, depending on sometimes even on your insurance of what formulation it is, whether it's from one Uh, pharmaceutical company or another. But generally what we want to give is uh, the hepatitis B vaccine, which is a liver infection uh, that once you get it, you generally have you have it for your lifetime and, and, and there is no cure for it. And it often leads to liver failure, the hepatitis B disease. So we give this uh, three of hepatitis B shots in that series, um, which protects you for life. The next one we give is called, um, it's a vaccine called Prevnar, and it protects against a bacteria called pneumococcus. And pneumococcus is the most common cause of pneumonia and blood infection in infants and children. Um, most kids that are admitted for you know severe pneumonia, uh, often in an ICU setting, very often those kids are found to have a pneumococcus bacteria present in their lungs. So we give a series of those three, and then that again is repeated after a year of age as your fourth and last one, which then helps protect you for, for life from several strains of the pneumococcus bacteria. The third immunization we give in that series of, of three is polio, uh, which polio has been eradicated uh, in the Americas, um, but is still present in many third world countries around the world. And those are always just a flight away from being in the United States. So we still vaccinate for polio, even though luckily we have not had any reported cases that have started in the United States. The next disease that we protect from uh, is one called Haemophilus influenza type B. Haemophilus influenza is a family of bacteria that uh, very often cause um, meningitis, which is a spinal infection. Uh, Haemophilus influenza type B, you know, back 20 years ago before we had the vaccine, would sicken, you know, thousands of kids every year. Many of them with meningitis probably would kill over a thousand kids a year from meningitis. So we protect against that one, which is really important. The next one is a, is a group of three diseases that all come in the same in the same immunization, uh, regardless of what combination vaccine you use. Uh, and these are the diphtheria, tetanus, and pertussis. Diphtheria is an infection often in the throat where it can close your throat. Tetanus is a disease that the bacteria is able to enclose itself in a almost a, like a cocoon and sit in the soil for you know years and, and resist heat and cold. And so that's why we worry about you know getting a, an infected wound or getting scratched by a dirty nail, we worry there's some of those tetanus toxins that are on that dirty nail from being in the soil and, and being around. And then once you get tetanus, it can infect your wound and it usually causes severe nerve damage that's it's irreparable. And the last one in that is called pertussis, which is also known as whooping cough. Whooping cough um, is also known as the 100-day cough. Um, and essentially, even if you treat whooping cough, you often will cough for several more weeks or months, possibly. Pertussis, the other big concern, uh, is that in babies, especially less than six months, when they often get pertussis, it, it doesn't really cause coughing. It actually just shuts off the breathing center in the brain. And so they often will just stop breathing for periods of time, which is, which is very serious and can be life-threatening. So those are kind of the string of the immunizations that are given as injected into the body. Then there's one other one that's orally given against a, a virus called rotavirus. This oral vaccine 
It tastes, you know, essentially like sugar and sweet um, and usually goes down pretty well. And rotavirus is a virus that causes severe diarrhea and vomiting. In the United States, you know, generally it hospitalizes thousands of infants a year. But in the, in the developing world, it, it does kill uh, several kids due to dehydration. And so it helps protect against that, that virus that usually is an outbreak at a, at a daycare or a school. And so those are the series that you get under the first year. And then after a year at 12 months is when we start um, three new vaccines, um, including the measles, mumps, rubella, the chickenpox, and then the hepatitis A. Hepatitis A is an acute liver infection in the same family as hepatitis B, but it's usually acute. You do get over it, but you can have liver failure. Chickenpox is a viral infection uh, that causes the very typical chickenpox um, oozing rash, but can make kids very sick uh, with high fevers, can cause even brain infection and pneumonia and hospitalization. And then the measles, mumps, rubella. Measles is a viral infection with a very typical red rash. It usually starts with a cough and a runny nose, but can progress to incredibly high fevers. And, and worldwide, you know, we, we still are having, you know, kind of sporadic outbreaks of measles, um, including one of the largest ones in the United States was here in Minnesota where I work. But, um, you know, it is one of the leading causes of death among young children globally still in developing countries. Um, I think, you know, years ago, it's, it's, it's in the hundreds, 150 to 200,000 kids die every year of measles still. So we protect against that. Mumps is an infection in the, it starts in the salivary glands. It's another viral infection, but actually can make men sterile because it can affect the testicles. And then rubella is uh, another type of virus that's also called German measles. It's kind of a milder version of measles, but rubella has been found to cause um, problems in a growing fetus that are very serious. So if moms were to get uh, infected with that or have that, um, it can cause a lot of birth defects. And so that's why those shots, are, that shot is always given together. So those are roughly the shots that we give in a year. That's quite a, that's a, quite a comprehensive answer. There, it just seems like there are so many different vaccines. And I think one important mm-hmm. thing to take away is something you said earlier, that at a young age, um, especially within a couple of months, children are very uh, susceptible to a lot of these things because their immune system has not fully developed. So, you know, I still know with everything that you just said and all of the different vaccines, there are still people who are hesitant to get their children vaccinated. Some people argue that there could be a link between, um, you know, vaccines and autism. So maybe speak a little bit about uh, that and maybe alleviating some of these concerns. Sure. An infectious disease physician uh, at Northwestern in Chicago kind of had had stated one time, you know, kind of why you know vaccines are questioned so often, and 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 this is uh, Dr. Schulman, Stanford Schulman at Northwestern in Chicago, and he said most controversies are because when vaccines are successful, nothing happens. As this occurs more and more, the public eventually has little or no memory of the morbidity or mortality that was caused by the serious diseases like smallpox, measles, chickenpox, and other vaccine-preventable diseases. So essentially, when vaccines work, we forget about what the, what life was like before them. You know, back in the 1930s and 40s, there would be polio outbreaks where the whole city would be almost quarantined and thousands of people would become handicapped and debilitated from polio or even die. And, and you know, so there was a time where there was a Chicago outbreak of polio and everybody drove around Chicago. And so we kind of forget because vaccines have been so successful, we forget the dangers of these diseases. And so it's where the vaccines, because they're so successful, are, are, are a victim of, of that success because people then forget how scary these things can be. You know, I think Dr. Paul Ofit at the Pediatric Infectious Disease at um, 
the Children's Hospital of Philadelphia also said, you know, it can be argued that the intervention of vaccines has saved more lives over the course of human history than every other medical intervention combined. And that's kind of a bold statement, but you can see on these charts when we vaccinate, the number of these diseases that occur drops dramatically. And so that's why more vaccines that it can be created to save children's lives is something that um, pediatricians and researchers are always pushing to find. It seems like it's a lot. And every year, we, tr- you know, the, especially compared to even when I was a child, there's a lot more vaccines. And that's just because as we find, as we create more and we find out from studies that they're safe, we want to get, ki- get children protected as soon as possible. Um, it is a lot of pokes. That is one thing that I tell parents that you can't take away uh, very easily the pain of a poke. And so if we could put all the, the immunizations in one shot or, or give it in a different way that w- didn't have to poke them, we would love to, but that's really difficult to do safely and effectively. So um, often, you know, at the two-month visit, the combination of immunizations that you get are often three shots and then the oral rotavirus one. So that's three pokes, two shots in one thigh and one in the other is generally the recommended schedule. I really like the answer that you gave. And I love that you've also said the biggest thing right now or the biggest concern is the number of pokes that children have to get. Um, But you know what? That is nothing in comparison to contracting one of these diseases. For more information, please visit northfieldhospital.org slash pediatrics. My guest today has been Dr. Ben Flannery. I'm Prakash Chandran. Thank you so much for listening.